What? We started? Alright. What do you want me to do about it? It's not my problem. Well, it's my problem that we're starting the show? Oh, I'm the person in charge of the running the show. I'm not a, that's not my job. They're telling me I gotta start the show and I can't just sit here and jerk my dick off. Well, it's my show and I don't care about what these head of the household tell me or the head of the corporation tell me you gotta, you can't just sit there and dead air. I don't give two twats in a sickle. I'm going to start my show however I want to start my show, and if that just means sitting here drinking out of my cup, that's what I'm going to do. This is ridiculous, man. It took four hours to get this thing going. I had to sit in my wardrobe chair. I had to sit in my wardrobe chair for about eight hours there, they're twinking all these little things out of my nose, making sure I look good for the camera. Nobody gives you crap how I look. I look how I look. I'm an artist. It's what I do and say. It's not just how I look. Nobody has sex with me because of how I look, except for maybe half. The other half is fucking me for my talent. They don't care if I'm a little bit late to my own show. As late as I want, this is not a show. This is show business, but it's not a show. I mean, there's definitely some business going on behind the scenes. A lot of shit had to go down for me to get elected to be in this spot that I'm in that many people would kill for to be the host of their own talk show. Are you kidding? To be a host of your own talk show? Where it only has you on it as the person talking because it's a one-person talk show. I'm going to drink tea as, as slow as I want. You're going to tell me how to start my show, my production. Okay, it's not my production. Technically, it's, it's, I'm not the one running this. I'm just the, the talent. That's what it says in the contract. It says the talent... Anyway, what the? Thought I was out of tea already. I was like sucking on a straw. I was like, where's the tea? I ran out of tea. So where, where, where the hell have I been? I haven't been on the internet in like three hours, it feels like. Man, it feels like a month since I've been on the internet, man. Well, actually, it's been longer than that. I don't know why I'm saying small numbers. Three three hours is not that long, but it's actually been a lot more than that since I made my face on this show because they put me on hiatus. They were like, hey, we got to take a break from that. It's too extreme, too heavy. Like, are you kidding me? You're canceling Timmy Gusto? I'm the best Gusto in the business. There ain't nobody else with no name. Gusto that's killing it as hard as me. I'm the hardest working Gusto in this goddamn position that you're putting me in. And they cocksuckers, they tried to cocksucker me out of the business. They said, hey, we don't got the mental capacity to, to produce your show. We're going through a little thing where we just, there's not enough room for Timmy Gusto to exist. But they didn't cancel me. They just, it was just a very long hiatus. I was just sitting there in my lamp 
like a genie for 10,000 years just waiting for somebody to rub me out. And somebody did, and I poofed out of that guy's dick. And now I'm the orgasm because he rubbed me out of their lamp. I was cooked up in the recesses of this Tim Weisselbaum's freaking head. Tim Weisselbaum is the guy that created me. He's some Jewish kid. He's some half-Jew guy who thinks he's full Jewish. He thinks he's got all it. He thinks he, cause he, he thinks he's a Jew. He's a piece of guy. He, he, he hasn't let me be myself in eight years, it feels like. In a couple of months. This was a long couple of months. A lot of shit has went down. There's been a bunch of earthquakes, I assume. How the hell do I know? I've been living in a lamp in the recesses of this mentally ill guy's mind. He's like, I'm not feeling good enough to let the Timmy Gusto character exist. It's like, take your goddamn pills then, you idiot. Take your happy pills. If you're too unhappy for me to do my damn job, put me in somebody else's head. Put me in somebody that's actually healthy. Yeah, I'm sharing this guy. I'm sharing a freaking body with this guy. And he turns me off because he's like, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like too bad. I got, he turned me off. Fucking guy, you gotta take your happy pills. This guy gotta take your happy pills. Anyway, how long have we been doing this? How long have I gotta sit here? Alright, we got a couple of things we gotta cover. By the way, this, uh, my name's Timmy Gusto. This is, uh, this is a Tim E. Gusto show, I guess is all it's called. Very creative, man. Wow, how'd you think of that? I'm a very talented individual. But I have to collaborate with these business guys, these cigar-chomping backdoor dealing scumbags that think they're the mafia to do my job to be seen in the spotlight takes requirement of me collaborating with some very nefarious people they don't want to give me a platform because they think I'm going to say the n-word or something it's like Fucking pussies, man. Anyway, so we're here. We're back. I don't have an ashtray. That's always fun. What is just sitting on a carpeted studio floor? You ain't got no place to ash yourself. Oh, well, hey, can I get a stupid ashtray in here? All right, well, they never ask me when I'm doing this because I... They like to give me my creative space. They like to just literally just press the camera button and just let me go. They trust me like that. They just go, you know what? We don't want to get in his in his creative space, so we're just gonna let him do whatever he wants and shit. Why are the speakers still on? Hello, test. T- 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 oh, I thought 
thought the speakers were on in this stupid place. Hey, we need to take a break to get the stupid history. All right, so we're, let's get this thing going, for God's sake. How long are you just going to sit? Let me see. I mean, Jesus Christ, what a boring show. So anyway, this guy, here's what I hate is when people fucking make a big show out of how they don't know who I am. Oh, that makes me like you. Somebody was like, hey, I've seen your face before. We've met, right? But I don't remember your name. I am bad at that. I have really bad ADD. So I don't remember people's names. That's me. You understand. I don't remember people's names. I'm bad at that. It takes a lot. You got to be famous. For me to remember your name. Did you did you hear me? I said you gotta be. I'm like shut your fuck up. I don't give a fuck that you don't know who the fuck I am. I'm happy you don't know who the fuck I am. And there's a reason you don't know who I am. It's because I don't go up to you and introduce myself. Because I think you're a douchebag. Also... I don't know your name either. I just remember you as a guy I don't like. How about that? But you don't see me making a big parade out of it. You don't see me stuffing a bunch of balloon animals. Like, hey! Oh, I'm so quirky. Oh, I'm so... I don't remember people that I've met a thousand times because I'm so cool and you gotta be famous for me to remember you. That's me. Anyway... Do you forgive me? He's like, no, I don't forgive you. Just shut the fuck up. I bet you just shut the You don't need to know everybody. If you don't know them, just keep your damn mouth closed. Because maybe they don't want to know you either. So that pissed me off. He's like making a whole show out of it. It's like, oh, I'm so bad with names, you know. That's me. I'm so cool. I don't remember names. You know, 88. He's like, dude. Either you remember somebody's name or not. You don't gotta fucking keep talking about how much you don't remember my goddamn name. It's like, I don't like you already. Now, unfortunately, since I don't like you so much, you're probably gonna know my name. Because I'm gonna fucking punch you in the face. And you're gonna be known as a guy that got punched in the face by me because you didn't remember my name, but you kept making an announcement because you're a jerk-off. And you don't got no situational aware. Stop talking about how you don't remember people's names and they won't fucking care as much. They don't care if you remember. Just stop being an ass. What a scumbag. If I don't remember somebody's name, I don't fucking ask their name. I just don't talk to them ever. You know, like if I, I hate these people that want to be friends with everybody. They're like, oh, I'm an attention whore. Well, I'm here, so I have to introduce myself to everybody. They, no, you don't. Some people have different religions. Doesn't mean they get along with every people. They have different. They go, oh, just because you're in the same place as somebody doesn't mean you have to fucking talk to them. And if you do, you don't have to fucking keep saying, hey, I don't know your name, by the way. By the way, I don't know your name. Even though we've met, 
just my 88. It's like, shut the hell up. I'm not going to tell you my name. He didn't ask my name, thankfully. I, been, I just would have been like, hey, I'm not telling you my name. I don't give a fuck what your name is. And I don't remember yours either, by the way, and I don't care, but I'm polite enough to not bring it up because I'm not a douchebag who cares about fame and attention and Instagram followers, you douche. So anyway, that pissed me off. And then I... Uh, What? So anyway, my name is Timmy Gusto. This is a Tim Gustis, Timmy Gusto show, Timmy episode, whatever. I think we're on episode four. We're not doing very well by keeping this up. Anyway, so that's one of the topics I wanted to cover. People are just douchebags in this town. People are just, like, never mind that I don't exist for half the, for literally months. I go into a dark dungeon and this guy's schizophrenic mind because he's not crazy enough because he's not manic enough to take me out of his subconscious what a jerk off so now when I do go out for the two seconds that I'm out there just minding my own business at one in the morning some coked up guy that cares about attention okay that's enough about that <laughs> i just don't like that nobody respects me in this town everybody just thinks i'm just some goober asshole who is uh not as talented as i just don't like i don't appreciate people that don't instantly just know that i'm talented or than them not that i expect them to know just by not you know i'm not famous yet you know it's not about fame or attention. It's about just them not being a douchebag. How about just basic not being a douchebag level of respect, man? They, people suck at comedy in this town, and I'm not even a comedian, and I'm saying that. I don't try to be funny. I don't even care. If somebody laughs, I get mad. I go, what are you doing? This is a serious lounge act that I'm doing. I'm singing a song. Yeah, I'm dancing. Oh, you're just, da- you're just laughing because I'm dancing goofily? Because I look goofy? Well, this is real. This is real, what you're seeing, and I don't appreciate people just making hokey jokes at me who have no ability to actually get a real laugh from anybody, so they just, they just say hack shit because they're hack talented hack holes. The average... <laughs> So anyway, I'm superior to them. I'm better than most comics in this town. I'm not even a comic. I just go up there and jerk my dick off. Verbally jerk off to their faces. And I still get more gash than them. I still get laid better than them. Anyway, I'm not complaining though. I'm just complaining about a certain amount of individuals that I come across every time I am unleashed to the world. I need a better entourage, man. I need an entourage... It stays with me thick and thin and doesn't let people even say that they don't know my name because they'd be too embarrassed by the time they get to me. They'd be like, hey, I just got past your uh, entourage. So what's your name? Who are you? They what the hell? That wouldn't happen because a bunch of people would be glaring at them going like, what the hell are you doing? Get out of here. You can't go up to him. 
can't even get it in my circle. Once I got it out of I just want to be protected from all that shit, you know? I don't want people making me feel like I'm just some schlub. Ever. They don't care who it is. I don't care. Unless they're like way better than me. Then they could get away with it because then if they're so clout, if they have so much clout, even them just giving you an insult counts as like a compliment because they're giving the time of day. They're taking time out of their busy lives to talk shit about somebody below them. That actually helps me out if that happens. But if it's some nobody, tell his hack hole who don't even know how to crack a joke. He just comments on how I'm a tiny little person. Oh, I'm a shrimpy little guy. Oh, my legs are so small. Oh, I'm, I'm the same height when I stand up that I am sitting down. Oh, hilarious. Never heard that one before. Never heard that one. I get it. So I need a bigger entourage that protect me from these droolers. These laggard, mentally challenged. Hey, man, takes talent to see talent. So if you don't see my talent, this means you ain't talented, man. And I'm going to punch you in the face. If you're one of the people that I'm talking about, obviously I'm not going to actually punch anybody in the face. I got people that stop me for that. My honorage. My honorage stops me from being violent towards people. They hold me back. You should see me, man. You should see me just going after people like Superman. I'm just like flying towards them. And then before I know, this giant person just yanks me away. And I'm like, whoop, okay, I'm facing a different direction. Oh, I can see the sky all of a sudden. Instead of this guy's face I was about to collide with. I'm a very violent person when I want to be. But that's so that's most of the time. But I'm not actually acting it out because they stop me. But I do try to act it out all the time. I threaten people all the time with violence. And uh, nothing bad happens because they see that I'm small. And they just laugh. And I go, well, I'm not joking. They think I'm a little puppy dog. And that's why kids like me got guns. That's why little puny kids like me, little man boys, little cute little manlets walking down the street. They say, oh, you're a little puppy dog. Well, kill a little puppy. But then you find out that he has a gun. And you go, oh, that's not very cute. So that's why guns are cool. They even people out. They go, okay, I probably can't just go around talking shit about people just because they look a certain way because they might have a gun on them and that may be crazy. And there's a lot of crazy people right now. And I'm not a gun guy. I don't advocate for uh, shooting guns at people. Anyway, did we cover that subject enough? I hate most people. Did it clear or not? And people that like me, people that shower me with attention on the other hand, the other hand, let's say, let's talk about the good side of being Timmy Gusto. The good part is sometimes people come up and be a jerk off at the sight of me. They're too, they don't, they're afraid to say anything bad. 
They go, don't take that the wrong way. I liked you in this thing that you made. Don't take that the wrong way. I think you're super talented, but don't take that. I hope I didn't offend you. By... It's like, dude, you're not offending me. If anything, you're being too nice. And now it makes me look down on you. You could join the honorage, but... I mean... You can't just water my dick with your... With your saliva. You can't just, like, slobber me off all the time, man. Give me some hard looks in the eye and go, Hey, Timmy, I didn't like that. You didn't... I didn't like the way you treated me. Like, talk to me like a human. Don't just talk to me like I made a piece of shit. Or, or, you know, Kanye. A demigod. I'm not looking for either one. But if I had to pick... Yeah, I'd choose the one that makes me feel good, at least a little. Anyway. But there's a lot of that. So I'm not saying it's all shit in the it's some sunshine mixed in that's weird that i don't care about the sunshine part like when somebody says something nice to me all it does is make me hate the people that didn't say anything nice to me even more somebody says hey you're so good you're so talented to me then i just go oh thank you well you're smart enough to see it but then why do these other cocksuckers why don't they say nothing to me? Why doesn't the whole world? If you're, if you like it, isn't that how everything works? If one person likes something, that means everybody likes something. There's never been anything in the world that is an example to counteract that thought. Every good movie, everybody likes. Every bad movie, everybody hates. There's nothing in the middle. There's not, there's not such a thing as mediocre. So anyway, that was a nice little diatribe towards a bunch of things. Uh, uh, I, it's just people that I don't like. It's not like I don't like the earth. I like the earth. You know, I like animals. Not as much. You know, animals are okay, but they don't know what to say half the time. You're like, okay, I'm waiting for a compliment. Animals never compliment me on my singing voice. I'm a singer. Did I mention I'm a singer? On this podcast, yeah, I'm a singer. I take care of my voice. I don't go over the top with it because I mean, I gotta keep it fresh and dainty, like a daisy, for my whole life. So, uh, so here's an example of my singing voice. Hey, see, I don't want to go too loud, but that's pretty much how I sing. Hey, yeah, what's an example with lyrics? Hey. Something in the way she moves. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That wasn't very good. I don't want to burn my voice out by showing off my singing talent, and it sounds nothing like my speaking voice. Unless I'm doing a crooning version of that song, which I tried to do. Hey, something in the way she moves. Okay, that was a little better now that I got my heart in the, in the goddamn mix. So that first example... Anyway, yeah, I can sing. Something in the way she moves. Like, it doesn't need to be, like... <sighs> I don't like when people over-exercise their voice when they go, like, 
Stop getting away, Steve. Like, who are you trying to impress, man? Just sing it the way that Frank Sinatra would sing it. Something in the way she moves. Like, he ain't trying to impress nobody. He's just, trying, he's just talking. He's just like, hey. Ah, what's another song that he do? What's another Frank Sinatra song? New York. I don't know. I don't know how that one goes, but I was like, I did it my way. All right, we're done. It's a rap. I did it my way. That's how I do it. He did that song in one take. He don't fuck around. He's not going to go like, girl, how should I sing that? Do I go, I did it my way. Should I, he do it a long, for a long time? Or should he, I did it my way. Are we done? That's it. Moving on. He wasn't like all about the sparkle. He was about just singing the damn song because it was his goddamn job. Like me. Somebody tell me to sing a song, I sing that goddamn song, and I put no sparkle on it like I'm trying to impress anybody. I already know that I'm impressive, and the less I try, the more impressive it is. That's why I don't try. That's why I didn't start this show very well. Because I was trying too hard to make it look special. And nothing about it's when you fuck up. Nothing's supposed to be special about nothing. If you're born special, you're gonna die special. Anyway, what the hell am I talking about? So anyway, I I covered the first topic of the show, and uh, I need a better entourage. So if you want to be in my entourage, just come up to me if you see me in public at a comedy bar, at a lounge, at a bowling alley. In a waiting room at a casino. Uh, in a lobby of a casino. Hell, even in the alley of a casino after I got thrown out for beating somebody up. Or at least trying to beat up somebody. Yeah, catch me in the alley. Because I like to stay in the alley for a while just to get a blowjob. Because I need something. This is maybe a little too dark to reveal on my podcast. But hey. Sometimes Timmy Gusto has a bad time at the casinos and then he gets thrown out for trying to beat somebody up. But he doesn't just go home after that. No, that'd be quitter shit. No, he he just lingers in the alley, waits for somebody to come up to him and ask him for crack cocaine. And then he says, yeah, I'll take the crack. I'll give you some crack. I got crack. And I pull my pants down and I start and I go and they get the picture usually. They go, okay. I get, I get what you want me to do. I don't gotta like ask why your dick is hanging out. Well, they just start sucking my dick and I give them the crack. But I know that as, as soon as the blowjob is over, I'm gonna want that crack back, man, because crack is better than any blowjob you're gonna get. Crack and blowjobs. Pick one or the other. You don't really need both of them. Nobody's like, oh man, I did crack last night. And the best part was I got a blowjob while on the crack. They pick one, man. Blowjobs, who cares about the crack? No, man. It's all about the crack. If you do crack, who cares about a blowjob? You get, you're on crack. They're like, oh, I need a blowjob because I'm on crack. They you already had crack. What do you need a blowjob for if you had crack? Crack is a blowjob. For your brain. So anyway, Timmy Gusto has some dark times in his life. 
he did a lot of blowjobs at casinos that I regret immediately after they happened. I go, fuck, I want that crack back. And then I buy more crack. I don't know, man. It's a dark life. And I sometimes I just want to get my rocks off. If I don't win big at the casino, I know I'm going to lose big in the alley. Because sometimes you just want to end the night in the lowest way possible. It's like, okay, I didn't win, so I'm going to lose. And not am I only just going to am I going to lose. I'm going to lose hard. If I didn't win big, I'm going to lose big. Nah, I don't know. I'm not a loser. How dare you call me a loser? I'm a big loser. I'm not just a loser. I'm an insanely accomplished loser. You don't just know me as like, oh, he's just some guy. I don't know. I guess he's kind of a loser. No, you will know if I'm a loser because I'm doing it to such a high degree that the whole world knows that I'm a big loser. Like Hunter Biden, my hero. Hunter Biden is my hero because not only is he a loser, he's a big loser. So big that that's all he's known for is how much of a loser he is. What the hell else has he done in his life? Well, he's a very accomplished loser. And that's why I like him because he's a high achiever. He takes shit seriously. He doesn't just show up and phone it in. No, he loses big. Big enough to be on the nose. Because his dad's a president. And you got to be a big loser to not be doing well if your dad's the president. So anyway, he's a big loser. And I'm not saying that in a derogatory way. I'm saying that in a way that I look up to. Also, you could kind of say that about criminals in general you could be like man they're losers that are actually doing something like it's worse than just being unpopular like a loser that's that's a benign label it's like okay i'm just not interesting i'm just not cool that's all you're saying at least i'm not killing people they're the bigger losers but i'm not glorifying killers and violence and mass shootings i'm just talking about how they look at themselves they go, okay, if I'm going to be a loser, I might as well be a big, the biggest, most, I might as well, like, try to break a record for how big of a loser I could be. And I respect that a little bit. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you should do it. Can I get more tea? They're not going to respect I hate this job. Are we done? The sun's coming up. All right. I got a couple more topics I got to cover. I already covered half of them. So anyway, I'm producing a show. Not just starring in it. I'm not just the talent in this pool of... I'm not just the talent in this kick of an idea. I'm producing a show. It's a real-life experience that I'm talking about. I'm not just talking about nothing that ain't happening. I'm producing a show called the Let's Say... Uh, what's it called? It's called Follow That. Wow, this is a really good promo. Wow, you're doing a good job. This is a really good promo. You don't even know the name of the stupid show that you're doing. And you're calling it stupid? Wow, you really are killing it. So anyway, I'm running a show. It's a stand-up comedy show here in Austin, Texas. It's going to be at East Austin, Texas. And I'm producing. I'm in charge. Gonna be a who the hell? 
be stand-up comics. So anyway, the concept of this show, it's called Follow That Freak. It's like, hey, you think you can follow that? Because sometimes something very weird happens at a comedy show. Something weird happens, you know? And sometimes the next comic doesn't know what to do. Because something so weird happened because there's something weird. Sometimes comics lose the crowd in a way that is hard to get it back for the next comic. And the next comic has to go, that guy talks about a lot of really messed up things. Well, now it's my turn to see how I can handle that atmosphere, that energy that guy created. So that's the whole concept of the show is like, that was weird. Well, well, this guy's kind of good, though. Okay, maybe we'll forget about that weird thing that happened. That's what it's called. It's called Follow That Freak. Follow That Freak. Hey, you're going to put up some weirdo. Uh, before the headliner. And then the headliner is going to be like, Whoa, that was weird. Anyway, how about we get back to... Let's like see if we could go home without being in a bad mood after that shit. That's a, that's the a concept of the idea for the show. Then produced it at Roscoe's Comedy Club. It's Roscoe's Comedy Club in East Austin on 7th Street. And you can find it. Don't be a douchebag. You can find it. Just look it up. It's called Follow That Freak. Take it to $15 because you're going to get every penny worth of that shit. And good luck to the headliner that we're going to book and not even tell them who the who the uh, guy is before them. And they're going to have to follow something that's not even comedy. It's not necessarily going to be just bad comedians. <laughs> I mean, you know, that'd be funny for a few minutes. But we're not just going to put up bad comedians that are hard to follow. We're going to put up weirdos who are talented, but just in a way that's hard to follow. And we're going to put up non-comedians who are just also talented, but they do something else. They might just be like a dancer, you know? They might just have a little fashion show. And talk about their fashion line. I don't know. They might just be a farmer. Who shows you how to milk a bunch of silkworms. I don't know. They might just be somebody to churn butter. For 20 minutes. Like hey okay. I'm churning butter. Who wants a butter after the show? It's, it's, it's going to be fresh and ready. After the show. And then the headliner comes up. And he's like what the hell. That wasn't even an act. All it did was churn butter. Well, okay. See if I can follow that. So that's the concept of the show. I'm doing it with another very talented comedian. It's not just a one-man troupe, man. We're together. We're in each other's honorages. We got each other's back. We know what we're doing. We got a good lineup, okay? So I don't got to explain it anymore. Just buy the damn tickets. I'm a sellout. I know how to sell out. I'm a sellout. I said, whatever my name is attached to something, tickets go boom, bang. They're gone. 
whatever my name's attached to that shit, because I got clow. I'm crawling with clow. And that's pissing me off that most people don't even recognize that shit. So anyway, I think that's about it. We're going to wrap up this. Now that we got the business part out of the way, we're going to give some people relationship advice on uh, reddit.com. So, what's the first animal they were talking to? My husband and son both lied to me. It's a female that's 34 and the husband is 36. So they're pretty close in age. I feel bad for that. Anyway, I'm a 34-year-old husband. Is 30. They already, they already messed up. We've been married for 12 years. A few weeks ago, my husband said he's been se- that he has seen another woman handle situations that he didn't think I would be able to. What the hell? Thought she was going to say he's seen another woman. Thought that was going to be the end of the sentence. Nah, it goes on to say that she just said something slightly critical about her or some shit. That he didn't think what? Oh yeah, she he the dude was like, Hey, I saw another woman handle something better than you. Anyway, then it goes on for about eight hours. I tried to talk to him about why it bothered me, and he just told me it was a passing comment I shouldn't take it seriously. This is boring, man. I'm so glad I'm not in a relationship. Excuse me. Excuse me. Anyway, there blah blah. That he had simply meant, a, he he had meant to simply compliment her by saying that she was handling so much on her own, and he was impressed by it. I told him it was completely unnecessary and hurtful to compare her to me to compliment her. He told me I was being unreasonable and jealous, and that he didn't mean anything by it. After that, he didn't say anything else about it, so I dropped it. This is really not worth a multiple paragraph post. It's like, okay. Yeah, that's what is happens when you, when you marry somebody. They're going to see other qualities that they like and it's hard to not com- comment on it because it's true. Say, hey, I wish you were this woman. How the hell do you write a four paragraph thing about that? It's like, oh man, my my husband... Likes other women. What do I do? I'm so hurt. Then yesterday when I came home from work and saw a pair of women's Fendi sunglasses on a kitchen island kind of hidden from a fruit ball. I picked them up and asked my husband whose they were. That's actually how she spelled it. I wasn't actually even doing an accent there. She said whose they were. Oh, never mind. That is proper English. Never mind. He looked confused. And I was like, hey, ain't that yet? I was like, nah. I'm all the shorty sitting at the kitchen table and goes, oh, those are my friend Alistair. They talked about Anthony. I was completely, it was immediately, I was immediately suspicious. These are very expensive sunglasses. And I know, okay, so then I guess the punchline, I guess what she says later that she, the kid and her husband are lying. 
about the Fendies. Anyway, they told Alice his mother that she doesn't seem like the type of let a child bring something worth that much money into school. I should have kept the shirt in their hands. And he had just taken it, blah, blah. But I said, no. When I spoke to Alice's mother, she got further. They weren't Alice's. And neither they were the daughters. When I told my son and husband, they, they both feigned ignorance to my son. Went from saying that they could have sworn they were Alice's. Then my youngest son uh, came home and recognized the sunglasses. They were no else. The woman, it helps out sometimes. The one who he had told to not be upset that he compared me to, uh-oh, SpaghettiO. Whoa. What a shock. Turns out this guy is more than just complimenting this woman. She's actually, they're having a sexual affair. Anyway, I'm going to confront him when he gets home, but I don't know what to say to him. I feel as though I'm going to immediately burst into tears. Can someone please give me advice on what to say? And also, general advice, please. I never thought I'd be in this situation. That's a tough one. You know, it's sad. Husbands and husbands and marriages. That's what happens when you uh, get married. You find eventually you, you, the dude or the woman, whatever, they go, well, that's a, that's a better, I want to be with that person. Want that person's sunglasses. So what did the person say that uh they say this red flag anyway, let's look up towards something that's more important. How many how much do Fendi sunglasses cost? Cause they were, she was so concerned about how expensive these sunglasses were. But let's just make four hundred dollars. Yeah, those are expensive sunglasses. Okay, so she was right to be concerned about that. So anyway, the the, the bottom line is, don't get married. What are you doing? Millennials that get married? What do they, what do they watch a fantasy movie that everything's going to be happy forever and after? They watch some Disney movie. And they go, oh, they got married and they were happy ever after. Well, that doesn't really happen in real life. And especially for millennials, because they just want to jerk off to the next thing that comes to them. They just want to keep swiping and scrolling until they get what they really want. And they'll take what they can in the meantime. But when they find something better, yeah, they're going to take those Fendi's up their ass. They're going to take those Fendi's. So that's the lesson for you kids and millennials. There's nothing wrong with relationships. You could be in relationships. But just know that they're going to end. They're going to end. So just keep that in mind. Like Maybe don't get married and like combine your social, your credit. Combine all your assets, you know. Have kids. I don't know. That's another controversial thing. Having kids sounds like a drag and a half. But anyway, I'm just talking about the marriage thing. If you're a millennial or whatever, you just want to be in a relationship with a whatever, somebody, don't, just be real. Just know that, you know, it's going to end. It's going to end and maybe it's going to end in flames. So take in the red flags before they happen. Don't be an idiot. 
just be like, okay, I like this person, but there's obviously, you know, it's obviously not going to end very well. It's gonna, it's not gonna be forever. It's not gonna be a healthy relationship. But I'll do it anyway because, hey, screw it, YOLO. Just know what you're getting into, and that it's not fucking. There's no such thing as fairy tales, man. So, like, if you if you if you got a crush on somebody, they got in there, they like you back. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna feel like, oh man, will we fuck? It feels so good, man. My dick just fits so perfectly into her snatch. It's like butter. It's like we were made for it. Like, my dick just looks so good around her lips. You know? she It is a very picturesque relationship. That's how it's going to feel. Yeah, that's any drug. That's the honeymoon phase. And just realize while it's happening, like, yeah, this is temporary. We're going to end up hating each other at at best, if not killing each other. So just know that, you know, it's probably not going to work out real well. So once you know that, when it does start to turn bad, you could just snap it right off. Just be like, okay, we can still fuck for a few months. We can still fuck for a few months, but then after that it's over. In the uh, emotional part, it's over immediately. But you know, feelings kind of come back, they creep back in. That's why, you know, we'll fuck. We'll fuck a little bit still. And I still respect you as a person. That's why I'm ending the damn thing. Because I knew a long time before it got bad that it was going to get bad, baby. Because I have experience in this snatch of a, in this life. They're all the same, man. It's all the same. That's why I fuck dudes. Nah, I'm just kidding. I let them blow my dick. I don't fuck dudes, man. It's gay, but I let them suck my dick. Cause sometimes I just want to do something dirty. I just want to do something bad. After I get kicked out of a casino. You know what's really embarrassing? Getting kicked out of the alley of a casino that you already got kicked out of. Like, hey, we just kicked you out of the casino. Now we're going to kick you out of the alley by calling the cops. Like, come on, man. Told me a bone. I'm throwing this guy my bone. Why can't you throw me a bone? I'm being generous. This guy's sucking my dick. I'm giving him crack. Oh, yeah. And also, I lost $30,000 in your casino, and you're being a dick to me. Do you know how hard I work for that? Yeah, fucking kick me out of the alley after I'm already getting my dick sucked by a fucking bum. Treating me like a douchebag, like I'm not talented. I could work at casino. I could headline that casino. I could be a lounge act at that casino and get people to spend more money by gambling because they like the sound of my singing voice. Hey, something in the way she moves. She asks me like, no, what? I love her. That's how you do it. You don't gotta fucking try. Just talk the song. What's another example of a great song for me to sing? Uh, I can't think of another song, man. Happy birthday. 
Excuse me. Yeah, so if you sing a song, don't try. You know, be professional, man. Be like Frank Sinatra. You're just like, eh. Strangers in the night. They looking, they changing. How's it going? Exchanging glances. Then they go home and fuck. It's very sexy. Strangers in the night. That's how you do it. Crooning is just about trying to look like you don't give a fuck. It's about like, yeah, strangers in the night. Yeah, exchanging glances. Anyway, that's how you get a lot of money in the songwriting business, in the singing business. Anyway, I'm a talented actor, singer, um, personality, dating advice giver, giver of advice, lifestyle coach, cigarette advocate, gum enthusiast. I got gusto. I need to do another episode after this, and I'm not excited about it. They're making me do two back-to-back episodes because they said the first one sucked too much. I'm already getting feedback. There's a light on the front of the room that's turned. That's like red. Red means it sucks, and then it turns green for like a flash of a shit. It's like, okay, I'm doing good, and then all of a I go back to red. It's a lot of pressure that I'm working on, and sometimes I don't even come out of my cocoon. My mental dungeon. Because I only exist when this other guy, Tim Weishelbaum, feels happy enough to bring me alive out of the recesses of his schizophrenic brain. What can I tell you, Timmy Gusto? I'm an actor. I always got to tell people what I am. Because I don't know. Like, you know. I'm very, I like to introduce myself to new people anytime I go on stage. I go, hey, I'm Timmy Ghost. I'm going to sing a little song for you. I'm a singer. Straight to the night. There you go. That was how I sing. I'm a singer. Yeah. Uh, this was a very bad way to end the show.